Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I've got Reese Schofield from Peak Money, who are aiming to be the go-to business in Derbyshire for all things money. So with 435 five-star Google reviews, that's as of today, you could say they're pretty popular, but Reese wants to take it even further, which we're going to get into today. As his LinkedIn headline suggests, his aim is to slay meerkats with proper life insurance advice. So you could say he definitely grabs attention on social media, not in a bad way, in quite a positive way. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about his journey so far, how you get all the Google reviews, what it's done for your business in terms of lead generation. And we're also going to be talking a bit of WWE because he's just got back from America on a bit of a, a wrestling tour. So we've got loads to go through. I'd probably say that's probably the most eclectic introduction I've ever done on a podcast, Marie. So welcome to the podcast. Delighted to be here. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks for getting on. So first thing I want to talk about is a bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So uh, how did I start in the industry? Uh, well, first job out of uni was I was working for the guys down at Y3S down in down in Cardiff. Uh, and then credit crunch happened and all of a sudden we couldn't self-certify uh second charges anymore uh, uh so overnight that kind of went a bit um went a bit wrong uh, and then i ended up actually starting just answering the phones trying to flog ppi but not being very good at it because i'm not really yeah down at um halifax car services actually uh down in cardiff gate and um yeah you know started right at the you know band a position in in Lloyd's banking group for those of you who are familiar with the terminology right worked my way up started working in cng um in the uh telephony advice on mortgage side of things ended up training new to bank advisors for for Lloyd's banking group uh then i was bank manager for a bit got very attached to the title hated the job and, and i was gonna say you don't strike me as like a corporate bank manager i type. didn't have a beard then and i used to oh, wear right. a shirt and tie. Um, <laughs> but then i uh yeah just very attached to the title for this job i hated and put off becoming a broker and uh, i don't know why i took so long to do it because i did it and then never really looked back so i, I joined jm uh, in the derby office uh, didn't even have a private office. I used to sit and interview clients in the middle of the estate agency branch. Did you? Uh, it was literally the worst office we had in the patch um, by a country mile. But I was I was very good at self-generating my own business. And then I ended up running the North Division. Um, I, I, this is what I'm struggling with now. I've got a business been running for three years. I don't think I've ever done a job for more than two years because you know, <laughs> first year you, you learn how to do it. The second year you do really, really well. So in the second year I was... I was top divisional sales director, but then I was like, well, I'd recruited a lot of people who I want, who, who had an eye on going self-employed. I thought, well, why, why the heck am I not doing that and um, setting up my own business? Because um, I've, I've got a lot of time for a lot of people in Spice of Heart, but yeah. there's only one millionaire who works for Spice of Heart and it ain't me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, that's why I set up Peak about three years ago. Just me, no outside investment or anything like that, but we're... Well, I mean, we've got, we'll be by the end of June, up to nine advisors, got a couple in the offing to come in a bit slightly wow. later in the year as well. Admin team, 
know, we, we, we seem to be doing all right. How many, and, how many yeah. staff have you got? You say you've got nine brokers now? We'll be up to nine by the end of June. I think at the minute, I think there's 17 people in the company WhatsApp group. I think that's the only way I can track it, to be fair. Um, what, one of them's actually left, um, but we're a bit, we're too attached to them and they're too attached to us and we don't have the heart to kick them out. So, uh, oh, so Abby, who used to do our social media, is still in there um, loitering. But uh, yeah, you know, we've, we've, we've... It seems like a big, looking at you guys on social media and seeing what you guys do, it seems like a, doesn't seem like a mortgage company. I mean, I got to know you from the beer in the office. Yeah. I think that's the one thing I saw and you put that on social. The dogs <laughs> in the office. I mean, it was just like this one big family. What makes, what makes your, what would you say makes your mortgage company different to anyone else's? Well, I think the reality is, 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 is financial services is bloody boring. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you ask someone, you say, describe a financial advisor, they're going to re- re- describe some boring bugger in a suit. Yeah. And actually, if you ask people the sort of person they want to talk to, they're probably a bit put off with that now. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong. There's still some people out there who love a suit and tie approach and lots of grey. And we actually have a brand under peak that caters to that to a certain degree. Oh, okay. um, but most people these days probably aren't interested in that. They want approachable. They want laid back. We've, we've got the office beer fridge. We've got puppies. There's always a puppy or two in the Where office. Do, they come? do you like rent them for the day or something? Uh, no, it's beautiful. Our <laughs> big team is everyone seems to want to, seems to want a dog. We do have a limit. I don't let anyone, we don't, we never have more than two in the office at any one time because otherwise it'd be yeah. completely free for all. Um, and I mean, we've all got our favourites as well, uh, but I won't say who because I'll get in trouble with the owner. <laughs> everyone in the office knows who my favourite is. Um, yeah, so so there's that so there's that, that sort of relaxed approach. And and I mean, I was talking to um, an estate agent that works with us earlier, and we're talking through sort of growth plans and things like that. And um, I said one thing that's on our mind is we've been in our office. I mean, we we moved office two years ago, and then we took on two subsequent units next door in the in the years after that. And I said, well, we've got a break clause next year, and we pay a lot of money in rent at the moment. And one of the things that we might look at this time next year is buying premises. And I said, you know what, the best thing would be is if we bought a pub um, and had a pub as our head office. And, and I just think it'd be such a such a good idea. There's plenty of like local breweries and people like that who'd probably be up for running the day-to-day bit of the pub. Um, but it's cheap office space for us as well, potentially. I'm sure there's probably some planning implications there, but you heard it here first. I would, <laughs> would like there to be a peak pub. Peak money um, pub. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's one around the corner from here, but I haven't got the money to buy it just yet. So, um, be awesome. Yeah. What? So, how do you find? Because a lot of people will be at this point at the time, so it's very busy, and they're looking to hire staff. At what yeah. point do you know to hire staff, and where do you find good staff? Yeah. Well, I think the the the, the point where you need to hire them is if you if you're working at all, all hours of you know, consistently for yeah. a couple of months on end, if you're working all hours every day what's the what's the point you know i've said to the guys i i I target the guys to to write 20 grand's worth of gross business a month that's what good looks like for people because there's a lot of support here you know everyone's got admin you know we've got someone who helps get your cases on the system we've got more people to talk to than you can shake a stick at i I, I want 20 grand a month Mm -hmm. but what i say to the guys i say don't be a hero about it the moment you're doing more than three or four, three mortgages a week or so, 
guess what? You don't have the time to sell protection properly, et cetera, et cetera. You might do more mortgages, but your income doesn't go up anymore. So what's the point in doing it? You're just working harder for the same reward. Yeah. Um, sure as eggs is eggs. You know, no, no one can fully protect on their own 30 mortgages a month. You might just about be able to manage to do, you know, I've had months where I've done 30 mortgages and my case size was crap. Um, but you might and consistently can do 12 and do every single one properly, do legals on it, do, do protection on it, mm-hmm. do, do your BNC, maybe refer it for real estate planning, maybe refer them over for pensions, investments, or the other bits and bobs that we do, maximize your income from those. But the moment you're doing more than two or three, you know, two, uh, three a week yourself and you're creaking for a significant, uh, prolonged period of time, you need to look at taking someone on. Do you take someone unemployed? Employed is a scary thing to do because you've, you've got to pay a lot of money and it's six months before you're going to see anything off the back of it. Mm-hmm. And we're only now probably, we, we took on four employed advisors last year and we're only now at the point where we're probably seeing actually the the, the money from the back of it. Yeah. Um, but you can go down the self-employed route where you, you know someone comes in and, and, and actually they'll be a bit more self-sufficient, but you're, you're almost topping them up a little bit. And, and those even if you're sending them a, a decent case a week, well, that pays their bills whilst they build their own, their own back book. Um, so there's, there's a couple of ways that you can grow. You know, the one is, 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 you know, take on a mortgage admin so you can, you can focus on maybe seeing some more clients, but very often if you get the right mortgage admin, that could be your advisor of the future as well. If you put them through CMAP and, and that sort of thing too. Um, and you can, you can ease them in. I, my, my admin Kendall's on her induction course, this week so she'll be up and running in a time and and, and genuinely i think by the end of the year i don't mind saying it because everyone in the office agrees i think by the end of the year she will be our best advisor um because she's got that work ethic she can talk to people and um those of you who've worked in estate agents before will know that every office will have a shit shoveler that deals with everyone else's rubbish when things go wrong well guess what that was kendall when she was an estate agent and she took it all in a stride and Jesus. knows how to have those awkward conversations sometimes with people. Absolutely right. But I think if you if you're out there recruiting, I mean you can recruit pay a recruitment agent. I've never paid a recruitment agent agent ever um, for recruiting anyone. Even when I was a you know divisional sales director, mine comes out and genuine networking on LinkedIn is probably yeah. our main source of recruitment. <coughs> Not just spamming every every mortgage advisor under the sun. You've got to give a little too. Don't get me wrong. You know. Sometimes I might spam people a little bit, but you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, um, you've got to warm people up first a little bit yeah. as well, I think. And, and, and actually there's a bit there. Um, JM have been quite useful um, from a recruitment point of view for us as well, because we do have access to, to, to their support from a recruitment point of view. And they have given us some, some, some good guys too. And that would be a, a tick for them. So I, I'd be a bit remiss if I didn't give Preeti a shout out for finding Julie and um, Julie and Nick, but um, the other guys we kind of found anyway, Vic, Vicky, who works for us now, I've finally managed to get away from Connell's, but I've been working on her for six years by the time she ended up coming over here. And they gave, they gave her the usual, don't go over there. They will be you know this, that, and the other. But then the, the, the funny thing is, is there are a few people who, used to work with me in that organization who said absolutely you need to go and work with reese oh, so, um, so yeah but i won't say who because then we'll get them in trouble um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. so with so talking about hiring stuff you use linkedin a lot to network yeah. and we'll get into social in a bit but 
when you say network, you're talking about not just putting a post, not just putting a recruitment post out, it's actually engaging with people in the comments, in the messages. Yeah, I mean, you you, you need to... Um... You need, yeah, you, you do need to give a little. You need you, you need to engage in those people's posts. You know, if they if they're posting, if you if you're never commenting, liking, or sharing anything anyone else ever does, mm-hmm. guess what? They're not going to do it to you either. So you you, you do need to be active. Um, I know that's time consuming. Don't get me wrong. As we, we've mentioned whilst we've been catching up before. I've been working with uh, with Leah, yeah, um, Leah Turner, who's you know, absolutely fantastic, and sure. um, we did our. Um, we, 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 we had our catch up the other day. I said the, the bit that I've probably not been very consistent with because the last month that I've been supposedly working on this, I've been on holiday to Texas. I've had COVID and then I've had another holiday. <laughs> so I, that's probably slipped down the list a little bit. But one thing which is really useful, which she said to me, is have a hit list of, of guys right. that you will probably have a, like a little bell so you get notified when they make a post so you can engage with that. But then also have a word document as well so if there's any of those bells that you miss you make sure that you're engaging in all that stuff so if you've got some people that you that you you know play the long game i think is is the point i recruit months before i actually need someone so I, that, okay. that's when i'm having coffee chats with people i'm having coffee chats with people now that we might not start to work with until 2023 but the point is i'm talking to them now mm-hmm. so we've had an informal coffee i can say yeah right it's starting to come together where you at is this is this something you still want to do so that, that's the beauty with rec- recruitment don't stop recruiting because you're fully staffed keep recruiting keep the fit because it's so much harder to start that momentum if you need yeah. to hire somebody today you need as you said you need to do it kind of six months ago to put the feelers out to show them who you are what you do even uploading things like you do in the office you're giving potential employees an insight into what your office runs like aren't you yeah, and, and, that, and that's pretty cool because we're at the point now where I put something out to say, oh, yeah, we, we are looking to grow and have different advisors in different towns in Derbyshire. And lo and behold, I've got five brokers approach me out of that on DM because they don't want to comment publicly because they don't yeah. want to to know. But they said, can we have a chat? I, I, I love seeing what you guys do, how, how you operate, the, the environment in the, in, in, you know, the workplace environment and, and culture you've got. And we get approached by people who want to work for us now. Mm-hmm. Well, great. We can cherry pick and, and, and make sure that yeah. we only work with the best people. Because um, that is that, that that is something that's really important to me is we've got we got bloody high standards for how good you've got to be for an advisor to work at okay. peak. Um, you know, like I said before, I expect my advisors to write £20,000 gross business a month. They've got, they've got the clients and the appointments to see it because... We don't buy leads or anything like that. We've got a couple of estate agents and producers we work with, but most of our stuff is people who've contacted us because they want to use us already. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for them not to use us. Those That is business that's waiting there to be written and, and done. So we can keep the advisors busy enough to see the people they need to see. You you, you see five peak clients, you've got four signups there, to, to be fair, in the really audience. And they've bought into you already. This this takes us perfectly onto the social part. They've bought into you already because they've looked at your socials. They know who you are. They've looked at your Google reviews. And that's one big area I want to speak about because as of today, we're recording this on the 26th of April. You guys have 435 five-star Google reviews. 
Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think I, before we before we started, I I said, well, actually, um, that's not right. Um, yeah, actually, Chris, you got that wrong, mate. It's actually, actually a lot wrong. Um, but I, I think the thing is, we we've stopped saying we have the most five star Google reviews in Derbyshire because it seemed to wind up a lot of the, um a lot of the competition, and unfortunately, right. um, it, it kind of uh, drove them a little bit to uh, work on their reviews. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. We actually have uh, another seven for our site in Alton, 64 in Swaddling Coat, and 66 on our Wills page as well. So I think that's 540 odd or something like that reviews. Wow. Total, so talk us through. Yeah. When, when do you ask for them? How do you ask for them? <coughs> um, to be honest, um, the admins ask for them. Uh, okay. At the end of the process. So, so we run because we 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 have such um such high standards when it comes to what we want from the advisors 20,000 gross business a month means that we can afford to run pretty much one admin per advisor and there's not many mortgage advice firms that run one admin per advisor and our admins are the ones so the mortgage advisor probably deals with the client for maybe the first week or two maybe if if that but the admins take everything on and it's the admin who's got the relationship who's the shoulder to cry on, the person kicking the yeah. estate agent's ass, the person, and we'll come on to solicitors later, no doubt, the person who's stopping the client from wanting to top themselves because the solicitor's shite. Um, <laughs> you know, that's the best person. That's where the relationship is. Yeah. That's the person to be asking for the review is the admin. Because they've got and, that relationship. Yeah, and I incentivize the admins, you know, I incentivize everyone in the business. If you get mentioned in a, in a five-star review by name, you will earn a bonus. So... That's that's something that we've incentivized every everyone on, and that's the that's the the, the big thing that's on on the board in in the core in my office. Mm -hmm. Most important, biggest part of the board is our five star Google review tracker. Is or, it always has been, but then um, the 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 thing which while while we did it was when I was launching Peak. I, I, I don't tell anyone. I don't live in in Belper, where, where we're based. I used to live in in Derby. I don't even live in Derby anymore. I live, live in a different county. I live in Leek. But when I was looking at Derby, top in Derby had about sixty six five star reviews. I thought, okay, that's that's a good change. But then actually, Belper, which is a big, big, decent sized town, most five star Google reviews in that town, I think at the time was seven or something like that. I thought, well. Me, I know seven people who have done a mortgage for who will leave me a five star review. All of a sudden, you do that, you, you get your ones from your your protection, and 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 I, you know, within a month, I had the most five star Google reviews in 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 the town. So you can start to tell everyone, well, come and talk to us. We've got the five, most five star Google reviews in the town. Um, so you can use you it as a marketing that. ploy then as well. Because yeah, I mean, it help, help, helps with your SEO and all that jazz yeah. as well. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a good marketing tool as well because mm -hmm. what's the first thing someone sees if they, they, they Google peak, peak, peak money or peak mortgage and protection, which they're still Googling at the minute because we're in the middle of a rebrand, which has so, kind of happened and not quite fully happened. Right. But they Google peak, peak mortgage and protection. They see our, our Google reviews. And, mm -hmm. and that's, that's the way it should be. You know, first thing you see should be a company's reviews. Um, and, and is it... Yeah. Is it something that gets brought up when clients con do they contact you through Google My Business? Do they mention it? How yeah, so, it? so so what we'll what we'll find is it's it's it's, it's you'll get the odd person who picks up the phone. Geez, we actually had someone who sent us a Google My Business message uh, over the weekend, which has only happened twice. Okay, um, that never really happens. But you know, we'll we'll get people who will mention on 
on uh, our web form or they'll mention on Facebook Messenger when they're when they're getting in touch, what you know, whatever. They they will say, uh, yes, can we make an appointment? We've seen your reviews. Um, and, and that's the that's that's really useful. I, I think we've always been really good on driving um like refer a friend and incentivizing people with you know the 50 pound vouchers whatever for getting a friend and family to come and use us for for a mortgage but you, you know they, they get that that ref, that you know they'll get their friends saying talk to these guys they're really good most people will probably google to check that they're real and they say oh yeah okay maybe they are talking sense maybe they are really good so yeah that's where social media can help verify as well so when i talk about social media google my business is a form of social media you can upload posts to it use it for reviews when we talk about the likes of facebook and instagram what's your stance on the content that you upload what do you how is how does it differ between your linkedin strategies your facebook and instagram strategy so um i'd say we're we're big on on it's the it's the people within the business that what is the point I, I see i see some really good content that, that that brokers put out and you know what we have a go and we'll drop drop something in every now and then and i kind of go along with it almost to humor our social media manager say you can do it if you want to but it will be our worst performing post of the week um, right. if you look at engagement the moment you get too technical you start talking about mortgages and protection specifically and there'll be these sort of q a things and you know this is what stamp duty means and things like that. You know, like, okay, that's great. That's really informative. It's got one like from that, you know, from the broker's mum. Don't, don't post that sort of stuff. A, the moment you get technical, you've got compliance hoops to jump through. Your compliance network can be, you know, we're, we're, we're under open work and, and open work art we've mentioned before, you know, take, take two weeks minimum to approve a post at the minute. Um, if you're doing a call to business or something or something technical, don't <laughs> you'll get more engagement talking about something you know something that's going on in the office whatever the local thing is that that's on this weekend what how are you supporting it um we've got a load of stuff coming because it's uh belper arts trail um in oh yeah i saw this yeah. so yeah we also support like a biz, local festival yeah and we, we've sponsored the wristband so you know there's going to be ten thousand wristbands going out with our with our logo on and they've given oh. us loads of shout outs we'll do stuff like do stuff like that what one thing that we do you know this is really giving the 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 the, the, the crown jewel secrets away but the, the, one of the first marketing things we did was we did a belper belper's most uh belper's best dog competition and it's just a really informal um send us a picture of well, that one where there was actually a dog show and we were at the dog show I had a stand there it cost me 10 quid for the day and I really? spent 30 quid on do doggy biscuits and, and that <laughs> stuff like that we got thousands of pounds worth of business off the back of, of of doing that and that was easy to track I guess but last year we did um whilst because we were in lockdown we we did it everyone send us a picture of your dog put it in the comments below well guess what the algorithm then loves it because you've got a post which everyone's sharing and engaging with because they're saying, oh, yeah, put your dog picture on here. And you've got loads of people commenting, loads of pictures of dogs. Guess what? They like pictures of dogs. The algorithm thinks, oh, yeah, dogs, people like dogs. Let's click this. Let's put, let's put this in more people's news feeds. All of a sudden, you do something like that. You could do the same with cats. You could do it. We did a Lego competition once where we just said um, a, a bit of fun. Um, we, we spent 70 quid on a Harry Potter... Uh, 
Hogwarts Express Lego train set and we got everyone to set, just send in a picture of, you know, their Lego creation in the first lockdown and, you know, stuff like that, you know, little you, thing. you can do it. Well, guess what? But you, people, you can still mention in there, you know, brought to you by Peak, Peak Money, yep. over however many five-star Google reviews, what we do, that sort of thing. We brought you this, all, all of a sudden you're in people's consciousness. You, you, you want to, no one's ever used someone because they've seen them once on the internet. They, they probably come to you when they actually have a need for the thing that you do and they, and they think of you because you've come up in their newsfeed about 20 times in the yeah. last six months for something vaguely interesting. So um, that's what I was going to yeah. say then. You're quite consistent with the content that you put out. So if you yeah. ever did, so say if there was a big update tomorrow and the base rate went back up again and kept going up, yeah. If you were to put a business post out there tomorrow and say, look, guys, base rate's gone up, we're seeing interest rates rise, and it was all yeah. signed off and compliant and everything, that post is much more likely to appear in those people's feeds because you've done so much engaging content in the past, isn't it? Yeah, ex ex exactly right. I think without that engaging stuff, you're not going to get anywhere. But the, the, the thing is, actually, I, I, I seem to have, um, uh, what, what I've learned from those rate rise posts and things like that is, I've seen so many posts saying Bank of England base rate's gone up. You need to get in touch about your mortgage, all this sort of thing. Well, every frigging broker in the country has put out a post to say Bank of England base rate's gone up, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone's posted. It is now not showing up in anyone's news feed because everyone's posting exactly the same thing. But mm -hmm. if you post something that's gone on in the office and, and work what is an important message into something approachable and actually yeah. pleasant to consume as someone on the internet. So get one of the dogs you know, holding a sign saying, oh, yeah, base rate's gone up, you know, at now, whatever. Do it in a way, and you yep. can cleverly do it so it's not called to business. It's, you know, it's, it's just a statement of fact. Bank of England base rate's gone up. Um, you know, that is going to be the sort of thing which most people know what Bank of England base rate going up means. Mm -hmm. That's a better way of getting that message out there than doing something really boring and something in your brand colours. Most people's brand colours are boring. Um, you know, it's going to get it's going to get your message out there more you know more so we we don't go technical on stuff because why bother that's not you guys is it it doesn't it doesn't yeah. resonate with you as a business really does it yeah 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 not 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 at all we, we got approached by a um a golf club uh wanting to do some advertising in their clubhouse you know and it wasn't too expensive um and you think the audience in the golf club are probably going to be fairly affluent and that sort of thing. Although there is a little bit in me is like, well, um, they probably have an existing relationship anyway. But I did go back to them. I said, it's not, it's not for us because those guys probably do have an existing relationship. And it, to put it into golf parlance, we're probably the happy Gilmore of the industry. Right, yeah. um, you, you don't want us in your golf club because uh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not the business for you. But um yeah, so that's where we, where, 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 where yeah, we so do you think do you think you'd ever speak about business on your socials? Because do you not find that sometimes the person, if you go too personal, it's kind of like, well, what what do you actually do as a business? Yeah, we, we do. That that's the point. You know, we talk we, oh, okay. we, we, we do drop it in there, but we work it into um we, we, we work it into the into into the, the stuff to keep it interesting. Um okay. where where we can, you know, certain things that you that you are gonna are gonna struggle with, but you've got to think about how to make things um make things appealing. So there are things where we've had them, you know, we've had to go and get them signed off and put a bit of thought into them. So there was the thing with we did a few months ago with people sat on standard variable rate, which in fairness it's still approved. So I probably I'm gonna make a note 
I'm, I'm going to get it out there again. <laughs> so money down drain. Um, I, the other thing, have a notepad, because if you don't have a notepad, you forget these things. And, and I, I have so many ideas. Whenever I think of something for social, I, I, I pop it down there. You know, you but, know, I just I put a, an ideas what, reminders list set up on my phone. Yeah. I use my watch yeah. all the time. It's, 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 I think you need it. But yeah, we, we did a post, you know, we know anyone who's at sat on standard variable rate is probably an idiot because they're wasting a load of money each month. And and I don't think the public quite understand there's people who sit on standard variable rate who are literally throwing hundreds of pounds a month away yeah. by not doing anything. So we did a video where I had a bucket of pennies and I was pouring it into a sink. And I said, what, what are you doing? I said, I'm throwing money down the drain. Uh, and and then we worked in our message around you know if you're on standard variable rate you may very well be throwing money down you know throwing money down the drain because yeah. it's a, it's a holding rate that is just there to spur you into doing something else you're paying over the odds talk talk to us so there's things that you can do to make it interesting but there's no point in doing a post which is a uh, a, a a vomit of facts yeah. on, a, on a screen because no one's going to engage in it and no one is going to contact you off the back of it. You might get lucky every now and then, but it's That's boring. where yeah. we speak to a lot of clients about this, where it might be that people try try and talk about the news and always post an article to a local paper, uh, sorry, to a, like a Guardian article or something. Whereas yeah. what we do is we'll repurpose it for them. And as you said, use idioms or sayings or things like that, like throwing money down the drain. Yeah. That when people are scrolling on social, because some people might not be confident enough to do that video like you guys would do, but we repurpose it into something that is going to try and stop yeah. them scrolling that's what you want to do whatever you oh, can yeah. do try and make it different we try and make try and make content that they wouldn't necessarily think a mortgage broker does and it's the worst thing that you can do is do a link to an external page anyway because facebook, yeah. facebook they, they, are designed, they want you to stay on that page for as long as possible if you're doing a link to an external page they don't want people to click on it so the algorithm is not going to push it so yeah. do stuff which is going to keep people on the page and they you know play the game with the algorithm you know yeah uh, yeah that, that's what like all, i've always said with google seo going down that route you do whatever google says do it if google turned around tomorrow and said every website that's bright green we'll put on the first page you'd go and turn your website to bright green wouldn't you yeah 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 you would you would and and like you know it's 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 funny, we, we post what we do on uh, on Google My Business because posting on social media, you can repurpose your stuff for your post yeah. on there. And to be honest, I don't quite know how it works, um, but we've always just done it. Um, and it, it, it seems to work. But you look at our pictures, which have done done the best and, and, and appeared in most people's um, most people's feed, it probably tells us we probably need to do more of it. But picture, pictures of dogs, you know, we, we, we've dogs got kids. we posted 13 weeks ago um or we had the morning meeting and we had murphy one of the office dogs sat in the morning meeting and everyone just sat around but it's been viewed two thousand one hundred pounds and that'd be people who are searching at two thousand one hundred times and that'd be people who are maybe searching for us or something we do so that's something which makes us nice and approachable mm -hmm. and i think we did have a picture which was just a loaf of bread that a client brought me once and i think he got like four he got viewed four thousand times on google and that's by people yeah that's people who are searching for 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 what we do um so you know just if something works do it again basically is, yeah I, I i i definitely agree with that and and some of it is to a certain degree trial and error so like we will do posts and we'll see well we'll see if this works if it doesn't work 
fine you know we're, 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 there's that many posts that we might have done and we'll leave it for an hour a couple of hours and it just doesn't it doesn't work but we've always got something more interesting that we'll that we'll we'll post um and i've noticed with your with your content it doesn't you don't upload like the dogs and then the funny stuff and then always have that you have a breakup of like as you said you do a bit of business stuff you do the personal stuff yeah and it might be like a photo of the dog but you always i remember seeing one where there's you and your i don't know whose dog it was looking at the map and it was like yeah. we want to become the oh, number one yeah that was me and murph yeah 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 um, so stuff like that you'll always relate it back to the business so you can upload personal stuff that gets back back to the business doesn't it yeah yeah exactly and, and i think you can you can relate it back to the business in a in a nice approachable way and that's what we yeah. that's what we what, what we try and do i think you, you you've got to make sure you're different as well to what everyone else is doing so like it was the vouch for um top advisors thing in the times uh, a few weeks ago and I, I was in it um i'll be honest i forgot to buy a copy of the paper that day <laughs> <laughs> but i've got the trophy which i broke already um I, I dropped it the day i had it and broke the star off the top of it so right. uh, there we go but um you know all of a sudden, you have that week where everyone's posting their picture of the paper and their trophy if they've got it. Well, that's not the week for me to post that, oh, yeah, I'm in the Times Top Advisor list. Because by the time you post about it, you can't get a copy of the paper anymore. So Everyone else has done it. At that point. So, you know, keep my powder dry for that. And I've got that one, you know, lined up the next time we're, 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 we're struggling for something. Or, you know, if we, if we, we, we don't use it before, we'll, we'll use it in a couple of weeks to do it interestingly but we, what we won't do is we won't just do a picture of the trophy we'll do a picture of someone doing something funny and entertaining with the trophy yeah because um, that's what that's what gets engagement you, you look at successful brands on social and you'll find very few that don't contain the people working for the brands that are successful mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's 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 we're in a people business um so and it helps yeah. the recruitment that's social that's it's it's a great way great insight into what you do and it's hardly any of your posts actually have the peak the peak branding on it which i'm really big on branding but your brand is those type of photos and those type of videos isn't it it's that personal aspect that's your brand on social yeah you know normally someone will be wearing a peak hat or yeah, something okay. like that um or, or there will be a logo somewhere in the picture or a sign in the office or something like that but yeah, we don't we don't tend to brand up our posts too much. We do use our brand palette quite a bit. Um, so even if it's not our logo, you'll notice the color scheme has probably got some part of our color on. Mm -hmm. But our new peak money branding is absolutely mental. So I've seen it's um, like psychedelic, isn't it? It's, yeah, so, so it's awesome. Like it's great. It looks fab. Yeah. But 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 I, I think that's that that's gonna open some real interesting doors to yeah. that. That that will really make us stand out against our competitors is is having a quite a funky new um funky new set of branding. I mean I, I wanted to go full on rainbow with a unicorn on it with massive muscles and things like that. And I was I was told no. You were told um, that, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean that that that's just me. We 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 might get a mascot created. Um it's pretty badass, who knows? But uh yeah 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 <laughs> right well that's great some great tips for people on social to give them idea if it if you don't want to go down that business route that constantly talking about it 
kind of follow those steps of how to do it personally because it does work right on to the strategy question of the podcast so we're going to pretend that you've moved to the north of scotland you've got a laptop a mobile phone and an internet connection what do you do to start generating new business <coughs> i mean i might actually move to scotland at some point because whereabouts well somewhere far away from people i've made no secret <laughs> of the fact that you know I've, I've just turned 36 i want to retire at 40 so yeah i saw that you know, I, I could very happily sit at home and um and and earn a decent amount of money these days but actually i, I choose to spend the money that we earn into growing the company uh, and to, to make it so we've got something where we can get get bought um if mr Brodnicki is listening um get your checkbook out uh, <laughs> um, or someone with almost as much money as he has um but uh anyway uh yeah and, and the plan would be to, to to go somewhere remote um like this yeah and 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 you you can be you can be anywhere in the in in, in the world now i was mm. joking i've just got like i said just got back from texas and 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 God, I'd love I'd love to work on a ranch and you know just do an, an appointment a day or something like that. But um, I think if I retire, I'll get bored. Yeah. But if I was going to start getting new leads, I, I think you, you you've got you've got to be genuinely local and a good and, and a good person on social media. I think if you're if you're ruthless, horrible, and a bit of a, an arse, yeah. just doing it because you want to make money. People are going to see through it all day long. You've got to be genuine. The reason the reason we do so well locally is because we're all you know we're all local. I I up until recently played rugby for Belper. Um, I, I finally stopped because I broke my leg last year. Um, oh. MetLife. Um, did it for, <laughs> for MetLife, obviously. Um, but uh, you you know engaging what's going on in your community. Make sure you're working with that. You know that that, that you put on like a funny dog show or something like that for the local community yeah. make make sure that okay if you've got a rugby club in town talk to them and say right you you have a real need here because no one's got injury i know from playing rugby that you need injury cover i've claimed on my net life i'm on my third claim now i've claimed on my met life a number of times over the year for rugby and i know most people when I, before i started doing injury cover didn't have any injury cover so approach them and say right let me do your let, let's come up with something where you let me do injury cover and as a, as a, a, a throw in anyone who does a policy i'll pay their subs for the season that's how we started peak oh, um cool. you know our, our first three months i just wrote injury cover and life cover because i needed income to bank straight away whilst I built mortgage pipeline that's how i started yeah. peak was, was was find a club or something that where, where you're a genuine part of that community and cater to that need and 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 chuck something people won't do anything if there's nothing in it for them either chuck something genuinely good their way as well in return um for it and you look at some of our most most rewarding things which are, are, are our best pr you know we we donate money every single time we do a case to uh, an awesome charity called lauren's legacy um and they are the most fantastic amazing people they um they 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 help children and families going through uh, cancer mm. treatment and, and 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 there's some pretty horrible stories there but you know they they make people's lives a, a heck of a lot better but you know that that's been so good for our word of mouth but we genuinely love working for them yeah and i won't go into it on here but it's just something which is really close to to home for our team as well mm -hmm. uh, um, with a couple of things that have happened so far this year but then as a sort of aside from that they put on a, fe a music festival a rock festival every summer and um, 
Kurt and Elaine are always like, Reese, Reese, come down. Last year I went down and, and they said, oh, you can have all the beer you want for free. Oh. You don't have to pay for anything because we, you know, we, we're such big, we're, we're patrons of theirs. Oh, yeah. And I ended up not being able to stay because I was, I was, I, 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 had, I had something on at home. So, oh, um, no. so I couldn't do it. But, you know, we'll be there again this year. But then they're also, they've got the League of Zeal Motorcycle Club, which is there. So, you know, we, we've got a, that they're, they're, they're a really, really nice group of people. But I mean, you could argue that we're the only mortgage advisors like loosely affiliated with a biker gang. Um, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I think that's the point, you know, just be get just really be, get integrated in it sounds like you're very integrated into the local community. And and that's the point. Don't try and cover the whole country. What's the point? You know, we we've got within 10 miles of this office, 10 kilometers of this office. I only know that from Facebook when you drop the pin. (laughs) We've got something like like 140,000 potential people who fit our demographic of what we're after. Well, why are we trying to appeal to anyone outside of that? There's 144,000 people that we can potentially work with there. We don't work with 144,000 people. Yeah, we did. um, We did about 600 mortgages last year. We haven't even scratched the surface for the number of the number of uh, people. Is it, do, do you find that sometimes that people think when you become a mortgage broker, you start out, right, I've got the whole of the UK to go at, and it's almost like it's a mile wide and an inch deep, whereas what yeah, you're trying exactly. to do. What, all you're doing is you're just spreading yourself too thin. Pick your location and be the best in your location. Um, I was a, 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 a huge, um, when I worked at Spice of Heart, they would have this chap, um, Tom Panos, who'd come in, and any, anyone who... Uh, wants to Google him or, or, or go on LinkedIn, check Tom Panis out because he's great. He's a sweary Australian real estate coach. Right. And one of the things he said is, you know, be the Google of your marketplace. So be the person that in, in your town, if someone needs a mortgage, he was talking about estate agents, but if you're someone in your town needs to talk to someone, they talk to you and focus on your, uh, focus on your area. They, he said a lot of other things, you know, hustle beats talent and talent doesn't hustle. So you might be the best advisor in the world, but if you're not working hard, you're going to get beaten by that person who's willing to work a bit harder than you. Um, and yeah, a lot of other things which are very, very sweary. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy, Tom. So uh, that's exactly what you're saying. Keep, guys, keep, it, yeah. keep it local because there's enough business locally. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Don't, don't try and compete for stuff which is 400 miles away. What's, mm. what, what's, what's the point? Plus, I'd be happy because I'd be in Scotland and um, house buying process is much easier up there because we don't have this rigmarole of waiting four bloody months for something to change and complete yeah. so uh i'd happily advise in scotland thank you very much <laughs> well mate you could make it happen it sounds like i saw your post the other day saying you want to be done by 40 so four yes. years ago mate and the way that the business is going it's it sounds like it's going that way but if you do want to speak to reese you're open on linkedin aren't you your inbox yeah. is always open drop your message on there yeah definitely Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Reese. Really appreciate it. Um, as a thank you, donate £10 to a charity of your choice. Which charity yeah. did you want me to make a donation to? Uh, yeah, absolutely. To uh, our friends over at Lauren's Legacy. Um, they've, they've just bought a, um, one of the things they've just done is bought a holiday home for um, oh. kids and their families to go to when they're having treatment. They might even be having end of life care and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, you know, we, we, we're really privileged to carry on working with those guys so yeah lauren's legacy all day long for us awesome thank you reese thank you so much for coming i really appreciate it and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have got a lot of stuff from what you've talked about there thank you good thank you cheers reese thank you cool
So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.